Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Yeah. Sometimes we laugh and sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now. Guests appear on the Smile Center. Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Coon Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Back rolling on the Gabe Coon Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. And joining me now is my man Ty Richardson from ESPN Arkansas. We talk some college football, some SEC, some college football playoff, the whole thing. He is on X at Ty Sports Radio. Ty, what's happening, man? Gabe, happy early Thanksgiving. Uh, getting ready to just plow about three or four helpings tomorrow. Yes. Uh, I cannot wait. We have a little bit of old. beef, though, based on, your, based on a, a recent tweet of yours. Oh, uh, well, the mac, the mac and cheese thing. He said, "This is okay." And Connor, you may have to get involved on this too. Ty Richardson from ESPN Arkansas on X at Ty Sports Radio. He decided he was going to tweet out mac and cheese is a worthless Thanksgiving side and shouldn't be on the table, clogging up space. What is wrong with you? What what kind of take is that? Ty, any of your takes from here on out? How dare you? It's a what vegetable. The hell, First off, man? it's a vegetable. It's an essential food to your diet, especially in the South. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? Everything, I, everything of substance that I've said at this point that people have agreed with has just been eviscerated. It's gone. It's, it's gone. gone. It's completely Last gone. Last week it was the hair. This week it's mac and cheese. I can't trust them anymore. <laughs> Come on, well, I'll say this. I've had that same feeling about macaroni and cheese since I could talk, and legitimately when i was growing up my mom would cook my brother craft mac and cheese and cook me ramen noodles i am i don't i don't pretend to be a picky person cuz i'm not but that is the one like most american food item on the planet that i just can't eat and i've tried all different types of homemade and restaurant and out of the box and i just don't like any of it well it's next weird, you're going to so. tell me you don't like cheeseburgers or uh you don't like uh, uh, apple pie? Like, what What? What else is I mean, come on. Mac and cheese is a staple of any good meal. Like, if we do, like, you know, uh, Friendsgiving, whatever it is, if somebody does a, a potluck, somebody better bring a bring a thing of mac and cheese. You need I'll be it. I'll honest, at some point when I go over to my future wife's house and her mom or dad serves me their homemade mac and cheese, I am going to politely say, sir, ma'am, I love everything. I can eat everything that you made tonight except for that because otherwise I'll puke on the kitchen table and they'll be uh, disgusted. They'll probably be disgusted with 
me to begin with, but they would be even more disgusted at that point. So when was it like, just give me a ballpark estimation the last time you had mac and cheese as a side or just, just ate one bite of mac and cheese? When, like, so, so I have a friend, Gabe, who, like you, is pretty built, pretty stout. Um, he didn't play college football, but honestly, he could have played small D2 if he really wanted to on the offensive line. And he told me uh, during a Super Bowl meal two years ago, and I quote, I will take you outside and beat you like a Cherokee drum unless you try my smoked mac and cheese. <laughs> and so I did, and I was like – And you still hated it? And I didn't like it. And I could tell how much effort he put into it. I could tell by the caramelization of the cheese and everything else involved that he didn't just like willy-nilly put this together. There's some love put in this. And I looked him dead in the eye and said, man, I, I just – it's not me. And I, I don't know what the deal is. That's just reality. I don't. I, I see reality. It's my contorted version of reality. Well, it's your truth. You're telling insane. your truth. Now, uh, here's my truth, though. Being a mac and cheese connoisseur, you can't eat everybody's mac and cheese. You just can't do it. Some people suck at it. Some people are just awful at making their mac and cheese. <laughs> like if you, yeah, uh, I would. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jim. I was just saying, like, just, uh, you know, growing up in a white family, okay, not, not all the aunts can cook or the uncles, and sometimes that mac and cheese is just bland, it's dry, it just doesn't have the luster that it should. But I'm of the opinion mac and cheese is a quintessential food item at Thanksgiving, and I, I don't think there's a doubt. Well, we would uh, go toe to toe on that theory. I would take <laughs> the other side of that. So, what's your and, what's like, what's the quintessential item then? Like, what is the what do you, what do you come for and you stay for? So, I mean, there's a there's a bunch. Of, I, I think the, a specific type of either smoked or, or deep fried turkey yeah. is hard to beat. Um, yep. In terms of sides, um, and like you don't necessarily get a this all year. Like, it's rare. Uh, people say like green beet casserole, stuffing and dressing are good. I'm going to be really lame, but I just eat, like, so much of these two things. Sister Schubert rolls and mashed potatoes and gravy. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I just – and you can get those at a lot of other points of the year, but I don't. And I I rarely eat mashed potatoes and gravy. I rarely eat rolls. But tomorrow I'm going to eat an excessive amount, probably outweighing five pounds in just those two (laughs) side items. I hear you. The Sister Schubert rolls, throw a little mashed potato, gravy, and, and turkey on top of one of those. And just go make it a little slider. That's that's the best thing you can do on Thanksgiving. I'm telling you. Once yeah, you get done eating that. everything by itself. Yeah, I know. I know 100. The, the slide. I, I know that you have a um, an incredible college football playing metabolism to this day. But you would be surprised, and, and our our mutual friends can attest to this. That we would at the Thanksgiving table. Like again, you look at you, look at me. I'm a stick. You're much bigger and stronger than me but we would go toe-to-toe in terms of the amount of food we ate that night i, I don't look like much but i can i can put down some food, <laughs> I, I, I don't know i think that's a theory that need that would need to be tested now i don't eat like i did back in the day uh, that's that would be very unhealthy for me i'd be like 800 pounds at this point what was, uh, what was i'd be i'd be on my 600 pound life if i uh if i ate like i did in college what was your pregame meal back in the day because i've heard i've heard some like just some wild uh, things as well. I'm so, the, the the wide receiver that t- brought up putting like an Oreo McFlurry on his burger, but like, wh- what is your what was your pregame? Meal no, like you usually went like it was. I sort of rotated. It'd be like pancakes if it was in the morning, get all the carbs in me, and just like the, the three big old pancakes. 
Um, and then, like, weirdly enough, sometimes spaghetti. I'd go spaghetti even if it was in the morning. If I didn't want the pancakes, I wanted something salty or a little bit more acidic, I guess. But I uh, I switched it up. It would be pancakes or uh, or spaghetti every single time. You got a carbo load. Got a carbo load. Spaghetti's the way to go. We did that uh, senior year a lot. I didn't obviously make it to the college ranks like you did, but no, that's a uh, that's that's a go to for yeah, me. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm a little lame. The Oreo McFlurry on like a double cheeseburger sounds pretty interesting. I don't know if that would sit very well in my stomach though. Might need to test it, theory. I know, I know we're not playing. Maybe for and I also didn't have the pregame traditions like Marshawn Lynch, where he takes like shots of Hennessy. Never went that route. So I I I, I was kind of lame in pregame. Just trying to play the game. Before games. Uh, it depends what it, it depended what type of game, Ty. I got to be honest. You know, you're playing an SEC opponent. I th- 2015 against Ole Miss definitely was a throw up game. I think 2017 against UCLA was a throw up game. A couple more uh, championship game in 2017 AAC championship. That really crazy one we played against UCF was definitely a throw up game. But it sort of depended. I wasn't going to go play against North Alabama or you know whatever Southern Illinois and throw up before the game. I just yeah. it, after a while, it did sort of lost its luster. Weirdly enough, Austin P was my first start ever. That was a throw up game, but that was first start ever in college. So that's that's a different thing altogether. I think people understand. Jeez, Connor, the reason he ate those pancakes in the morning is because <laughs> that was to. Um... It was a metaphor for how many pancakes. Oh yes, and and a bunch of syrup. Got to got to get a bunch of syrup on those things. Now uh, let's get into it, Ty. Um, since we last talked, Hunter Yurichek has made it very clear. Sam Pittman is going to be the coach going into next year. Seems like I I, I see all the reasons that is the uh, that it is the correct decision at this current juncture. But do you think it's the correct decision? How does the fan base feel about the decision? Well, I think the fan base is more than 50% not in favor. I think it's pretty close. I think it's closer than social media kind of portrays it at. Because if you just looked at social media, it would be like 9-10. But I think it's closer to and, 50 and And I hate to cut you off. I feel like a lot of Arkansas fans that I talk to are not against keeping Sam. Weirdly, at least in this, in Memphis, the ones that I talk to. It feels like a lot of them are, are still sort of on board and think that he deserves a little bit more time. Yeah, and there's supposedly something down coming down the pipe with NIL-related events uh, occurring, or at least announced at some point next week or the ne- a week after, and maybe that will have an impact. Uh, K.J. Jefferson's future is up in the air, as are some other super seniors on this roster. Um, they've just lost uh, one guy. I can't – Jalen Lewis might be a Memphis kid. Maybe he's not, um, but mm-hmm. just announced he's entering the, the transfer portal. Um, so there again, there's a lot of moving parts between now and then. Uh, the difficult part is they, so they open the schedule with UAPB and Little Rock, and then they go to Boone Pickens and Stillwater the second week of the yep. season. So you could be staring down the barrel of a one and one start with A and M coming up week four. Uh, this is just, I mean, next year is the the, the away schedule is not horrible, but it's the SEC, so you just you know what you got to get accustomed to. Yeah, no question about it. Now, I do think it's also interesting, kind of a uh, a little bit of a, a microcosm of the, the season. Rashad Dubinian and uh, Rocket Sanders both have season-ending injuries and pretty substantial injuries, and they they sustained them last week. That was tough to see. Yeah, man. Uh, it's just the, the story, unfortunately, at the running back position this year is uh, the lack of guys' ability to stay healthy. I would say the, the bright spot in that is a young freshman – named Isaiah Augustoff, 
uh, coming out of Naples, Florida, was breaking tackles left and right. Now, this yep. is a Florida, Florida international team that gave up like 200-something yards a game this season, so you, you could take a certain amount of that with a great assault. But I think there, I think there's a good chance he starts August up or gets a good majority of the carries, which is odd to say because you had experience with Dominique Johnson, who was the number one guy two years ago, A.J. Green, who's really been the number two since last season. And yet I could see Coach Pittman and Coach Jimmy Smith, the running backs coach, rolling with the true freshman to start on Friday. Yep, no question about it. Now talking with uh, Ty Richardson at Ty Sports Radio on X. Now college football playoff rankings, these are the rankings that I pay attention to very, very closely and the ones that peeve me a little bit more because we're getting very close to the end of the season, getting close to championship weekend. It's rivalry week. We'll get to that in a second. But Washington jumps Florida State, fair or unfair? Uh, I, I know that it may not be because of the Jordan Travis injury, but it's not a good look to have Florida State fall because of that, fall out of the top four at an und- at having an undefeated season. Yeah, Boo Corrigan kind of got lucky in the in the sense that Florida State was playing a no name team this weekend, and then Oregon State being the opponent that was Washington, so he could say that. But the reality is what you just said: they dropped him because of Travis's injury. And here's another domino to this, and I truly believe this. I think if Texas goes undefeated the rest of the way, I think if Ohio State or Michigan, whoever finishes out each other this weekend and then Iowa next week, they'll go at an undefeated. Washington, if they finish undefeated, will go. And then you'll have an SEC team that will come out of it at that point. I think because of that, because of the no, because of they lose it. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month. with Eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Their Heisman Trophy guy, I think they're going to leave Florida State out. Even with two teams, let's say, even if Alabama was to win the SEC championship game, I think they'd include both Texas, Alabama, Washington, and uh, who am I forgetting? Ohio State or Michigan. Michigan Michigan, Ohio State or Michigan. I think they'd leave Florida State out, even if they would uh, defeat Louisville in the ACC championship. I think that's foolish, though. I find that ridiculous. Right? Like, there's no way you can rationalize that. 
You can't just say, oh, well, they have an injury. If they go through and win the ACC outright and go undefeated, like, I don't, you can't rationalize that. I mean, Boo Corrigan, there's no way he can stand up in front of a camera and lie about whatever rationalization that he's going to make to leave out a, a undefeated 13-0 and Florida State team. So I, I need to go back and look exactly at the timeline. But you remember in 2014 when Penn State went on to win the Big Ten Championship at two losses. Ohio State had one loss, two Penn State, and then still jumped. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, the, the part of this that's really interesting that kind of ties into this year is Ohio State lost Braxton Miller to an injury. And then and I'm forgetting the, the backup-to-backup Cardell jokes. So I want to say it went like, Braxton Miller, JT Barrett, then Cornell Jones. Yep. I might have that a little. That's little that, I think that's right. Is that and, and, and so on that note, Ohio State either in the Big Ten championship game or heading into the playoff had their backup in, yet they were still allowed to to not only make the college football playoff but were elevated. So this is a this is a really intriguing thing. Ten years later, basically, to see what the college football committee does. Uh, to another blue blood in Florida State, but not at the same, I would say, peak as Ohio State has been the last couple decades. Yeah, now how do you think this, uh, I mean, obviously looking ahead here, um, Georgia versus Georgia Tech, Alabama versus Auburn, I think both of them will handle business, but how do you feel about Georgia versus Alabama? I I have already gone out on a limb, and I I have picked Bama in that game because of what what history tells us about Nick Saban with extended time off against his former – his former assistants. I know that a couple of them have knocked him off as of late, but at the same time, four and one against Kirby. I don't know how many Georgia alums we have listening right now, but here's the facts. It took injuries to two all American wide receivers. <laughs> sure did. For Georgia. In a national championship. In an ad, in, in a rematch as well, I might add. Yes. Because we know who won that SEC championship that year. So that is the only win that Georgia fans can boast about, can stand on Alabama with. And that's just, to me, again, it was the national championship, so it's hard to put an asterisk at that point. But you didn't have Mechie or Williams. Bryce Young was throwing a slate Bolton and a bunch of bums. So I don't, I just, I'm like you, I, I still think Georgia has the better roster, and Carson Beck has played really well, especially Knoxville. I mean, he was on fire. But, I mean, Jalen Milrow is a leader. He's not a great passer, but he's a leader. He's going to have to play the best game of his life in order for them to beat Georgia. But I'm not putting it past saying right. that he is just – he's a different and dude. With respect to, you know, I think ultimately – we talked about this last week. Kevin Steele should have been on the Broyles Award semifinal list ahead of Tommy Reese. Uh, the OC at Alabama, um, but Tommy Reese has done a good job of of scheming it up and finding ways to to use Jalen Milrow in a correct manner. You know what I mean? He's running him a little bit more. He's sort of asking him to be the point guard of the offense, not throwing the ball too much. I've, it always felt like they were stuck in between systems: the air it out, spread it out system, and go run the ball. You know. 30 times a game system, they've gotten back to that a little bit. They're starting to run it, and they're starting to use Jalen Milrow's strengths a whole lot better, and that's why he's been good. Yeah, it's frustrating because I thought Reese was going to implode and their offense was just going to fall yeah. apart again. <laughs> it started to come together a little bit. I, I don't think – I'll disagree with you a little bit. I don't think you can just gloss over what's happening in Enduring Air Stadium this weekend. I know what <sighs> it says on paper – I know what it says, 
But that game I watched them I watched that Auburn team get absolutely smacked around the field last week by New Mexico State at and home. Watched, and and listen, and the counter <laughs> to that and I watched an all American tight end that without him, Georgia's not beating those guys. I mean, if they did not have Brock Bowers in that game, I guess. Auburn's and, and Alabama does not have that elite playmaker on offense. And Auburn's offense, while as bad as it looked last week, it found something against what I would consider a pretty good Arkansas defense, top six. It's found some stuff in some other games. I think that game's going to be – I'm not glossing over that game because of the history of that rivalry, regardless of how good Alabama is in that stadium. Plus, on top of all that, old Hugh Freeze, who used he's to done it before. in a place – He's done it before. Yeah, he's done it before. Yeah. I mean, I guess so. And honestly, rivalry rivalry week always brings some nonsense. So we, we have no idea exactly what it's going to look like. Who knows about I mean, Florida, Florida State? That could be chaos. Washington, Washington State, who knows what, what happens with that game in particular? Because Washington State on their side, they have Cam Ward. They can play a little bit of offense, make Washington a little bit uncomfortable. So I expect exactly. a little bit of chaos. But that game to me just – I don't – I'm not – I'm not pausing because I think Alabama knows what's on the line and Nick Saban knows exactly what this is going to mean and he knows how to go into that place and handle business against inferior competition. But, again, we'll see. Hey, Gabe, is the Apple Cup, is that in Spokane – or is that in Seattle or is that – or not – sorry, Spokane or is it in Pullman? Um, the, it's, it, it wouldn't be – in Spokane, it would definitely wouldn't be in Spokane. It would be either Seattle or uh, – yeah, I'm thinking Gonzaga. Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's in it's in Seattle, from what I understand. It's in Seattle. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not worried about Washington in that game. That game was on the road in Pullman. Different story. Uh, Florida, though, you bring that up. I mean, Florida, even with Max Brown coming in for an injured Graham Mertz, who I hate it for how his season has come to a close. But I mean, they had Missouri on the ropes. I don't know how you let Luther Burden get wide open on what like fourth and eighteen. Um, but I think they could give Florida State a little run for their money. The other aspect of that is, is Napier fired if they don't win that game? I, I think probably – I mean, th- this would be their third sh- – it would lock up a third straight losing season for Florida. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's this wild. Is, this is just his second year, though, right? Yes. Like yeah, correct. Okay. Correct. But still, I mean, that, that doesn't show much progress, does it? <laughs> no. And, I mean, you're supposed to be able to recruit your way out down there in Gainesville with all the talent you have around you. So that's that's a really – I mean, you got to battle with two backup quarterbacks, right? I, I couldn't tell you Florida State's. I know Brown because I watched him a little Tate bit. Tate Rotemaker. Old Tate Rotemaker. Okay. And behind Tate him, a, a Lausanne alum here from Memphis, Brock Glenn, freshman. Okay. Yeah. You got a little connection there. Yes. There Heck, yeah. I, I watched them last week because I was, I was curious. They were getting they, – they were losing 13 to nothing after the first quarter against North Alabama. And North Alabama is a really bad D1AA team. So that I was very interested. I heard about the Jordan Travis news, which is still sad to see how that went. I remember the McKenzie Milton um, injury at UCF. It, it reminded me of that. It really did. It, it it was very similar to that. Just seeing him lay that, and you you just don't know what what his football career is going to be like going forward. But we'll see. We'll see. Now, final thing here: Michigan or Ohio State? Go. Ooh, I'm taking. Uh taking Michigan and I think uh I think something that you and I talked about this week is is on the discussion on the forefront Texas A&M's trying to hit a grand slam on this hire and mm-hmm. there's people in Columbus Ohio that don't mm-hmm. think Ryan Day's their future um 
if a little that rumor is, mill action there. Yeah. So if I mean, Gabe, I know the, the not just the rumors, but the actual evidence is, has been all over Michigan. They've been all the socials and stuff. But I mean, if if Ohio State loses this game for a third straight time to an interim head coach, Day is I mean, Day's seat is not scalding hot like let's say other some other coaches are, but it's it's pretty hot for but Ohio those, State standards. Those fans are rabid, man. Like I don't we talk about SEC fan bases all the time. Ohio State fans when it comes to expectation are I mean, arguably the worst in college football. Like, you could talk about Alabama and Georgia and A&M for that matter, but I think Ohio State's the worst because I remember, what was it, a couple years ago when C.J. Stroud, which what we see him doing in the NFL, like looking back at it, you know, hindsight's ridiculous, um, and also what he almost did to Georgia last year. Um, it was a couple years ago where Ohio State fans wanted him replaced because he lost to Oregon. His team lost yeah. to Oregon. He didn't lose to Oregon. His team lost to Oregon. It, it, they just lose their mind over one loss. It's it's insane. It's absolutely insane. But we'll see how that game good. goes. And I want to know what, what Ryan Day's thinking because that A&M rumor is out there as much as people may try to ignore it at the moment. And, again, there's been some disgruntled fans in Columbus and all across the state of Ohio. So if they were to lose again and his, his future, not necessarily in jeopardy, but he would have – I think more of a uh, more of a say at that point if those rumors are if there's anything to them yep, at this point, game for sure. Well, Ty, you enjoy your Thanksgiving without mac and cheese, and I will enjoy my Thanksgiving with mac and cheese. But regardless, happy Thanksgiving to you. Hey, Gabe, Connor, Brad, everyone else over there. Happy Thanksgiving to all the Memphians, and uh, we'll catch up next week, dude. Yes, sir. That is Ty Richardson at Ty Sports Radio from ESPN Arkansas. But now it's time to get up out of here and send you off to your Thanksgiving. Thanks to Jeff Calkins, Lee Sterling, and Ty Richardson for their contributions to the show. When we meet back on Monday, we're going to have so much to talk about. Battle for Atlantis, how do the Tigers fare? Uh, we'll see how the Tigers football team handles Temple. Uh, we'll talk about rivalry week heading into championship week, but make sure you join next Monday. For Connor, I'm Gabe. Be easy, be safe, and enjoy your Thanksgiving. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.